Hello. What's up, man? Yeah. Hey, my, oh, hey what do you think about uh, what are you thinking about throwing your hookup out there and see and daring people to write you? Yeah. I don't. I'm asking. You said throw. What do I think about throwing your hookup out on the? Yeah, throwing it out there and see if people write you. Because I know people. Yeah, like, they it. reach out. They look. Right. I don't care. Hopefully, it goes better that. than the Fed joint, chick. Ain't no, no doubt. Hey, kid, I mean, there's nowhere but up from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but listen, so so that shit gets here, right? Oh, Corona, right? Now nah, I get in that little yeah. fight at C unit, so I move over to G unit. Are we to tell I had to move. Yeah, aren't we supposed to be saving I, Joe's stories? Can we lay down a Mama C intro and we can start the store? We can start the show. So we can get our intros in. So we can get our drop music. Don't talk <clears> about <throat> your drop. Yeah, your intro music. Well, uh, don't talk. You're allowed to talk over your drop music, but not when it's uh, when I got it up Woo! like loud. Don't talk over it. But then when I pot it way down yeah. and it's just in the background, then that's fine. Right, Bobby. So then you, we can do my hit, intro and I can say, "Hey, what's up?" And then we can do Joey's. And then we can start. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much intro? How? I just, I don't know. You just do the normal one. Hey, this is. And you do yours if you want. I don't know. Yeah, mine would only uh, convolute it. But, uh, yeah, I think that's. Uh, well, you could do yours first, a part of it. I can make it down there. And then, get, and then do the. You are listening to it, you know. All right. Uh, or you can just do this is Freddie Schneider and then cut it right off or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what, I think that's what I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to do like greetings from the prison industrial complex. Hey, dumb dumb, stop fucking talking into the phone when you're talking to someone else behind you. Who? Me? And who? Joe? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's been nice. I know. It's not nice, so don't do it anymore. Well, All right, for Christ's sake. All right, yeah, of course we're going to call back again. <laughs> what? <clears throat> okay, let's just go. And don't be, like, yelling that when he's doing a set-up the intro, we're about to start after the Mama CQ, Joe, Coattail. Uh, don't be like, hey, he did, da, da, in the background, you slow motherfucker. Bobby, just so I know, so I can drive the ship, uh, what is the direction we're going? I don't know. Okay. You wanted to have a lighthearted one with Joe and Mike Mack and shit. This is you. Yeah, okay, perfect. We'll talk about COVID, and uh, we'll talk about getting uh, pills uh, or not getting pills, and we'll talk about a stimulus check. Yeah. If I forget, remind me. I want to write people to write Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Mama CQ in. He's doing it again already. Perfect. That's <laughs> close. Mama CQ in three. in there. Greetings from the prison industrial complex. This is 
the captain, Brady Schnurz, and you're listening to Notes from the Pen podcast. Uh, oh, shit, I was supposed to... Uh... Sorry, well, you're dealing with a hungover, Brady Schnurz, so I'm not exactly on my A game. But I do have a certain convict Whoa. with me, and his name... I think you know his name. We call him Chino. What's up, Bobby? Yo, yo, yo. Just the nature boy, live and direct on my favorite phone out here. You know. What's up? It feels like someone else is with us. Yeah, I, I feel like somebody, something else is in the boat wake. Uh, maybe I should, uh, I should have had those two things together. Is anybody else on the phone? Possibly a GR... Juice, juice, juice. Joey, what's up? Hey, another stuff, man. Youngsters? That's not the greatest song ever made, right there. It is a great song. All right, well, Hungover Me is a little bit stoned as well, so I can't be vibing on a beat right now. Uh, I'm trying to uh, hold this thing down. So, uh, we. We were kicking it for a little bit, and um, a bunch of different uh, topics got brought up. What are we? Where are we at with COVID right now in the prison system and the MDOC? They're shipping around COVID people for other prisons to catch it. What's going on? Why? Why was Joey's prison nine months late and did nothing? I don't get it. And you're getting pills, Bobby. Can you explain some of this? Or Joe can kick. You know. Well, yeah. So. I'll tag him in in a second. So, you know, it hit hit us first. Our viewers know that have been uh, watching us uh, steer this whole this pirate ship around that. It hit us first, the first prison in the MDOC to really be run rampant with. And, and it has to do with our location, also the way everything's set up. Um, so it ran all the way through, which in, in a way sucks for us. It's great that we're, we, we got, we're done with it and we don't have, we're not afraid of it anymore because no one really has it here. But we've been on lockdown since then. Even though they could open it up because someone fucking has the shit, um, it's still going around the other spots in the state. And it hit Joey and them up over the bridge in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan months and months, what, six, seven months later. And uh, yeah. we're, we're quickly learning that they did complete on-brand um, uh, response to it that, that pizza, corn, and lettuce would insinuate it would be, and it turned out to be. So, uh, you know... Joey was saying that they were totally ill-prepared for it, and he was describing, much like here, see, see Joey, when, when you get sick here, listen to what they would do. Yeah. They'd take you, put you in the hole yeah. with none of your property, and leave you in the hole with nothing, right? So no one yeah. wanted to, to go get tested. They're like, the neighbor kid, Hollywood, almost died twice. He's like, I had, he had two mornings where he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I mean, I'm like, look, if you're not better by Saturday, I'm putting a kite in. you got to go over there. He's like, all right, all right, if I don't feel better by tomorrow. This seems like something you'd do. He, he woke up the next day and was like, I almost died last night. Like, he was like, two nights, he was like, I almost died. I'm just going to ride it out. And he ended up surviving, obviously. But because no one wanted – because you're not – once you have it, you have it. Everyone's had it, basically. By the time they, they figured it out, everyone already had it. And you just didn't want to go over to the hole. Because so right. no one did because they created an atmosphere where why would I want to be sick in the hole without a TV or anything and just stuck in there, you know when right. 
I'm going to have it. They weren't giving you any medicine. or like They didn't give you anything. You just went and sat in the hole with all your property left where it was. So, of course, the people didn't go, and then it spread like wildfire. And you were kind of saying you had, like, a similar thing. You want to tell that when you are in the well, queue and you first well, started well, seeing symptoms? Yeah, they need to explain, like, these cube situations, too. Just picture, like, a, a nice-sized bedroom with eight bunks in it, though. Or not even a nice-sized bedroom, but a regular-sized bedroom with eight bunks in it. So if one guy catches it, you guys are all getting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but this is how they handled that. Uh, they moved, so I was in G-Unit. And it, it turned out everyone had it. Everyone's scared to say that. Everyone's scared to cough in there because they don't want it. They don't want no one to think that they have it. You know what I'm saying? So they test you, and this is how they did us. They tested us um, and moved all the negatives out of the unit, right, first. All the negative tests that came back, they moved them all to another unit. But they left them. Now, they're in there in the unit that they know has corona for two days before the test comes back. So they move all the guys that are negative, come back on the test that are probably positive now to a, uh, a negative unit. And then the next day, I'm laying there. I, you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, I want whatever it is that I don't need to move, you know what I mean, if it's corona or not, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, so they move all the negatives out of the unit. And... uh the next day, they so now you're like, like now you're like oh. I hope I kind of hope I have a positive so I can stay here. Right, right. So they're like, oh, yeah. they're making they're making G unit a, a, a negative unit. I'm like you guys just moved all the negatives, so we had to. We're all sick as fuck now. <laughs> now we all know that we got corona. You know what I'm saying? The whole fucking unit is sick, and they're moving us, making us walk our property all the way across the compound to another unit. You know what I'm saying? You're like, fuck. And I sat in, the unit, sat in the unit up on the base with all my property in my hand, a TV, a big-ass footlocker, a big-ass fuck, my whole life, you know what I'm saying? My whole Big seven bread. years of life in here. Bless you. Sat here for two hours and waited for them to give me a bunk. I'm the only, I'm like, it's just my luck, you know what I'm saying? Everyone else got bunks and shit. They signed me to a bunk <laughs> that's already you. So I'm up here sick as fuck. I tell the police, I said, look, man, if I don't get a bunk, 10 minutes, I'm I'm walking back to the unit. I don't care if it's a positive or negative unit. And you guys are going to have to carry me over where you guys want me to be. It was so, it was such, it was such a, it was such a clusterfuck, you know. You could almost walk into a, you could walk, you could have picked your, I could have picked the unit and just been like, this is where I'm at. They told me to go here. I don't know what yeah. they, yeah, yeah, whatever this paper says, whatever, but they told me to go here yeah. and I'm here. So find me a bump. Yeah. That's how much of a clusterfuck it was. And now they're talking about moving people again and shit like that. It's, you know, so you guys still have it up there. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple cases, you know what I'm saying? But then uh, there's a there's a there's, party that has to feel good not having it now, though, right? Being done with it. Because I know I felt good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go lick the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I already did. Coughed in and everything. But, uh, yeah. so, okay, now they now they give us... They're supposed to give us a uh, uh, you. When they're supposed to give us uh, vitamins for it, right? So I go two weeks. I'm I'm healthy as hell. I'm back 100. percent You know what I'm saying? When they call me up front, I gotta walk all the way up there and grab some vitamins. I'm like, I almost just threw them back at them. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. 
Now you guys, like now you're giving me vitamins. <laughs> I grabbed them, gave them to a guy that was like really kind of sick and shit because that didn't have his vitamins yet. My bunkie was a diabetic. He was just in there yeah. fucked up. I'm like, bro, here you can have these bitches. Rip yeah. my names off them because I get yeah. substance for that. You know that. You know yep. the little punch card guy yeah. punch the back now. Wait, what? Yeah. I had, I had this in April. No, March. So was it nine? I had it nine months ago. Today, got my first vitamins. I shit you not. Wouldn't take them up today. Got my first vitamins today, nine months later. So, uh, you know, I didn't realize that they were tied to the, the corona thing. I, I I mean, in the sense that I, it's obvious that they want to start taking care of our health preventative measures um, so we don't, so less of us die and there's less lawsuits. But I didn't realize that it was supposed to be a treatment. They were giving it to you guys like a treatment, huh? Yeah, yeah, they're, um, yeah, that's what they were saying. They were giving it to us. Um, they basically said it'll make you feel better if you take these and shit. So I don't, I didn't understand why, uh, why it took so long, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that by, by now there's like research that shows that like zinc or vitamin D or some other things can, can help you out. So there's, I, I've even read, uh, where different nations that, that can't, you know, vaccinate everybody right now are handing out vitamins. Like, uh, here, you know, here, poor people, we know you're going to get fucked up by this pandemic, uh, so hopefully this will help out. So hopefully you'll be strong enough to fight through it when you get it, because we know you're going to get it. That's a, weird, that's a weird thing. That's what they're doing in the prison. I, I just don't get it. You know, you know, we got, like, Probably thirty-seven thousand prisoners, some roughly there, and I think it—I did the count—and twenty thousand of us got it in here. You know what I mean? And we're at like, we're now we're at like a hundred and fifteen deaths, and you know what I'm saying? Some of these guys were dying. You know what I mean? They had a year less, and that did. You know what I mean? I'm a picture this dude, fifteen years in prison, and you're at your last year. COVID comes and you die. You know what I mean? It's just, it, see, it doesn't seem fair, you know what I'm saying? And they're, it's just, they're not taking no precautions. Like I was saying, too, it's like, no one, we don't have a voice in here. Uh, oh, of course not. It's just, it just sucks, too, especially because some of these guys in here, there was like probably three guys that died in this unit here. You know what I'm saying? I, now, that's not happening everywhere, but 115 people is that whole MDOC? Because you said like forty thousand yeah. people. That's all of MDOC. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, and there we're at. There's like thirty six thousand, I think. It may be. Yeah, we're in the thirty no. now. Yeah. And it's like I, on the news, we get the news channel up here, and it says all MDOC, and it says uh, and it says the deaths, which ain't the ones we get on JPay aren't like uh, aren't right. accurate. The uh, the ones we get on the news channels say all the deaths, and I think they're at like 115, and we're at like 19,000, uh, close to 19,000 uh, cases. And what, what's JPay tell you? JPay just plays it down. No, I don't. It, it might it, not be there. No, it's kind of low. It, it pays like a hundred something. Yeah, said. I remember when we crossed a hundred. Get it late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but think about that. If we're if the news says we're at like twenty thousand, that's over fifty percent infection rate. And by the time this thing's done, I bet you we'll be at like ninety plus percent. Because here at this facility, yeah. 
Um, by the time they started giving us tests, we had already had it. So they had to test us and then also test us for antibodies. And they were doing that thing with the moves, too. Right? I wrote a piece of, about it, about how, like, they're just coming in at 11 o'clock at night with just stuff the duffel bags under their arms, and they're just walking to people's cell, and it's like, you know, um, the play, like, it's like the hangman just, you're like, oh, please don't stop here, please don't stop here, because you're going to have to move, and the guys who did move, like Turbo, Zippy, you never see them again. You'll see them at Chow Hall occasionally, you're like, oh, you're still here? And so, you know, uh, they came through, and then we're, we're passing all that stuff out, but by the time they, with us, like, I didn't never, I never got a positive test. I got a positive for antibodies, so they knew who had yeah. it. So you know how prison rumors go. We're all like, oh, I heard that if you have antibodies, you're staying. If you have uh, negative, but you've never had it, you're going up on the hill. And if you test positive, you're going down the, you know what I mean? And and it was like real similar to what was going on there. It was just a big clusterfuck. It doesn't matter where you're at. You're not going to keep the way the prisons. And and one of the pieces I actually wrote about this, I think it's called Bamboo Cages or something like that. It's on the website. And it's about how you can't have a place that is designed, is laid out, designed, and implemented policy-wise without any care for humanity, and then come in when people get sick and go, oh, like, let's start caring now, but it's not physically right. set up for it. It's not designed like it. We're stacked on top of each other. We all have to share the same stuff. We're, there is no, this place wasn't designed or operated with any humanity, so when you're trying to force that into there, there's, not, there's literally physically not the room for it. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, of course not. Now you guys care. Now you guys give a fuck. It's too late. This place, it's not built for that. It's not designed for that. So when you try to implement it, it doesn't work. So, uh, it's I, not going to be made. No, go ahead. No, no. It's not going to be. I was going to say there's not going to be too many places like where you're around. You're where you're around 160 guys that got it. You know what I mean? There's so you just see like. You see, like, what it does is with people, you know what I'm saying? It might not do nothing to me, but my bunkie's diabetic. They had to, they, uh, they rode him out, like, a month after he he still had, and they rode him out. Yeah. And I said, he's like, man, I got store coming. They're, <laughs> the nurse is like, what, what the fuck's that store going to do if you're dead? You know what I'm saying? Listen, but a guy here died like that. A mobile intent Waiting for store. Who who was waiting for store. We talked about this on the pirate room, Jeremy. I believe he owed money and he was just trying to wait for the next day because store was going to come and he could, you know what I mean? And that's how, first of all, think about what that means. That means our shit is so fucked up in here that the ability to get some gas station food on a day to be able to take care of death, because if you miss that, your store, let me just real quick what happens. Your store doesn't come. They have to send it back. You have to wait for your money to be refunded, put back on your account, which won't happen in time for the next store. So if, you, if that stuff happens, you won't have any food for up, like up to a, at least a, like a month. So in his mind, he's like, I'm not, I, I got it. Like, I can't go without a and, and I owe people money because I, you know, I didn't have coffee and all this other stuff. And he was about a year, not even, like, he was under a year from going home. He had done 20 years. And then because we have our own individual cells, if someone dies in a cube, someone's going to notice them. They didn't know. They seen the next day. He's fucking blue. They pull him out, try we hit him with the paddles, pump on his chest, and we stand, and they won't let us out in the small yard. We're looking out on the windows from, like, the third gallery. You can see them back the um, ambulance come out there, and they just pull him out and put him in the ambulance. He's dead. Did 20 years, doesn't get to go home waiting for a store. That's real shit. Man. That's right. 
a year from getting yeah, out. Hey. Yeah, that's, that happens, that happens a lot. Like, there's guys dying in reentry programs. A reentry program is when you're, like, you know what I mean? You're going home. They're just they're getting you acclimated kind of to, uh, outside, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, like like technology and all that. But uh, there's guys dying in those, you know what I mean? Those are guys <laughs> right at the door. Like, within months, they're going home. Now, this is another byproduct of the hands of the system and, and us being bound by mandatory minimum sentencing, by us not having good time. It means that they cannot let people go before their ERD. Legally, they cannot do it, right? So because of that, there's people that should be at home with their families or are coming to prison, because I'm in a level one, with one to two years sentence that die in here. And they die in here not because they want them to catch corona and die, but they die in here because they cannot provide the adequate safety measures to ensure you are guaranteed to get corona here so what the court and all the way up to governor of michigan should say hey we got to commute all these guys sentences because they're here for a year or they're going home in a year they don't deserve to die because there's people like that guy walked his whole sentence down was about to go home and died in here because they couldn't provide him with an environment where he wouldn't catch corona and they were negligent in it so he fucking died in here and Joe will tell you it's not a super high percentage, but in a weird way, and not to use hyperbole, those guys, we don't have the death penalty here, but a lot of fucking people died because of the this, this, uh, state of Michigan and, and their um, the Department of Corrections. You got you to gotta think, probably MDOC, maybe what, they have maybe like one or two deaths a year or something. Maybe, maybe natural causes or maybe some violence. No, no, there's no that there. for sure with 30 thousand, but they, but all the people that died from this weren't gonna, you know what I mean? Wouldn't yeah, I get it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I mean, what would we say ten or something? No, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's people. It doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, all the yeah, right. all the corona deaths are on top of that. So uh, those were going to yeah, happen anyway. Fifteen deaths this year. You know what I'm saying? You're up in Kinross. So they had nine months, nine fucking months, and nine they can't prevent. They, they can't prevent death. Well, it's because in order to prevent that, you have to afford some type of humanity, right? You have to afford privacy. You have to afford separateness. You have to afford adequate food, adequate clothing, adequate cleaning supplies. It's all antithetical to the way it's run. So you can't. And, and the outrage shouldn't necessarily only be that you're not providing it because this has been the MO, the whole The outrage should be that. They're so – this place is designed in such an opposite direction of being able to protect people or help people or to care about their well-being physically, mentally, or whatever, that that – this is just a, a, a resulting consequence to us in here. It's like, yeah, obviously everyone's going to get in here. You don't get to come in all of a sudden and be like, okay, okay, we care about your health now. How do we set this up so we care about your – it's never been set up. It's not designed like that. So even if you had smart people that did, weren't giving you pizza, corn, and lettuce for lunch, you know, it made a little more sense, it would still not be possible because why – I just – I'm not wording it right, but I just – it's hard for me to fathom why they care now. Like, when, what makes us worthy of saving now that you guys want to do it now? You never gave a fuck. Post and prior, you never gave a shit. So why – now it just seems hollow to us in here. We're like, oh, you guys care now? No, it's because people there's eyes on you. They're still, 
Yeah, now you're going to have to answer for this shit. That's the only reason. They don't give a shit, man. We're, all we are, we're human cattle. That's it. And we can't leave. We can't get out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and instead of, like, commuting our sentences or instituting, um, some, reinstituting good time, the governor fights uh, when the people try to get it on the ballot. She she fights it. She fights to keep it from, from being on the ballot, which would leave her politically completely safe. It would it would placate the progressives in the party and not have her feet held to the fire by the by the tough on crime people because it would have been voted on by the people and she still fought it. During a pandemic I don't under I don't understand it. Hopeful whatever. So we'll see. On a lighter note, so we don't just talk about this the whole time, me and Joe were kinda of talking and, and Jerem the Worm wanted to save it. So we get on certain like we get Christmas bags during on Christmas. Now every other joint gets them pretty early. We got ours today. And then recently, while the world was getting the, the corona stimulus stuff, we got corona bags. Which I don't know. You got any questions about that? About oh, I, I, are you kidding me? Uh, Joe had the most interesting uh, point. Uh, uh, somehow, Corona is racing through Ken Ross like a hurricane. It already went through, so they're on the back end of it. But you get giant Hershey bars. Like what the? Fuck? Yeah. You couldn't get vitamins. You couldn't get. What they're going to give you? Chocolate? <laughs> chocolate? Like thanks. Yeah. It's a Chex Mix. Uh, well, Yours uh, wasn't explained, was it, Joe? Chex was like, hey, you guys are getting Corona. Bet. And it sounds like a bad Saturday Night Live ske- sketch, which I think technically they're all terrible now. But, like, oh, we're getting and, and no, and not only did we get them, we were, like, excited. We're like, fuck, yeah, yes. And then we go over there and get our bag, and it's three bags of chips, um, a thing of cookies, some pudding, a little bit of coffee shot, and that was like the prison's version. Now, when you go jalapeno oh, chips, jalapeno chips. You know, before you think it's hold up, before you think it's some sort of government um, bailout or like some free stuff, it comes out of the prisoner benefit fund, which That's is socialism. <laughs> it's us. We pay for it. You know what I mean? It comes out of our the the money they price gouge us on the on our property, on our uh, store list, on our food, and our fundraiser. But uh, what were you gonna say, Joey? What? When I got mine, you know, I, I, you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, shit's starting to turn out good for me in here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Life's getting better. You know what I mean? I got a big ass break for a Hershey bar, and I'm over there right. eating it. And shit, winning tube. Not even worried about the Corona ripping through here. And shit. <laughs> it works. Yeah, I can't even it works. Yeah, Corona released it. Yeah, working perfectly. That's, 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 that's not how stupid. It, it might be partially how stupid we are, but it's also how like conditioned and fucked we are in here. That we're like, I, I, how excited did I get, Jeremy, when I was describing my bag to Joe? Thank you for using GTL. <laughs> I know. Yeah, super excited. Super excited. Super excited! Yeah, I even got excited. I, I I jumped the gun and wanted to tell you about the uh, strawberry cream cookies. Like you got like three whole sleeves, you know, like the big pack. I'm like, yeah, I got to tell you about Man. this. Last year they had these things that are called hanky pankies. Ask him about them. I just I traded everything there. Uh, yo yo yo! I, I I have to I have to say this real quick. I have to remember at some you point. You have one minute remaining. Doesn't have to be today, but I have to ask you about uh, shoot 'em up, bang bang, or some shit oh, like that. Man. Hello. 
Okay, so we're back, boys. Uh, and uh, what were we talking about, Bobby? I was telling you. I was saying. I was. I was telling Jerm. I said. I said, Captain, how excited was I before we were recording um, about what I got? Genuinely excited I was about the bag we got here, the Corona bag. He was excited. He liked the jalapeno chips and the strawberry cream cookies. I was stunned stunned on Joe about how great our bag was. And then with with no irony, realizing how ridiculous. (laughs) And And I was like, we already got ours. Yeah, well, so you guys get yours like every place else um, earlier. But, uh, and then we just, no, 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 that was our Corona bag we were talking about. You were like, oh, I don't think we got our Corona bag. We got a thing of Hershey's and, you know. And so you already got your Christmas bag. What did you get in the Christmas? Oh, so we got the same Christmas bag, I'm sure. Oh, we just got ours today. And uh, the the nine-time extra was just walking around around eating. You got the peppermint cookies? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are nasty. <laughs> I was thinking they were. I said they're either going to be really good, like unexpectedly, or completely shit. They're like, you know what's good, Fred? Like Tyson. What? Yeah, the, 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 the tortilla chips are good. They're yeah, like I bought. Sweet. I traded a bag of that. So here, so here it is, uh, uh, Captain. So we got a full bag fun? of um, like these these fake hot Funyun things. We got a full normal size bag of what's called. Sweet cornbread chips, but they're basically like tortilla chips. And then you get a bunch of other little things. And I like savory stuff more than the sweet stuff. So everyone just starts trading, like bargaining. So I traded a couple things to the neighbor kid for the big bag, an extra bag of those sweet cornbread chips. And so it's like Jester Jay on 10. They're pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, while we're well, so you guys are getting uh, sweet hookups on the, you get a Christmas bag and a uh, a Corona bag. Which, by the way, I, I'm not acting like it's sweet, but what is kind of interesting to me, which I feel like needs to be talked about, is the stimulus checks. You guys received stimulus checks. I, I bet there's right-wingers out there that are like, these motherfuckers got $1,200. What the fuck? And now uh, another Congress just uh, approved $600, which, yeah. you know, that's a whole other discussion. But uh, you guys are probably going to get that. Well, we heard we heard uh, I I heard that there were two states that were actually going against it, right? Like, so if they were trying to take a cut out of it, I think it was West Virginia and Michigan, and of course Michigan, yay! So at the last minute, once Michigan realized they could get money out of it, they said, okay, well, send it through here. They ordered all the A Russes, the counselors in the unit, to tell everyone how to do it, so they could take half or whatever, take their cut, um, and. You know, the St. Producer, she's not going to do anything that's halfway shady. So once it became, like, official that it was legal, I told her to check it out, and then she did it. But at the beginning, when they weren't giving it, like, it wasn't clear that we would be able to get it, I said, this is ridiculous, though. This is to stimulate the economy, right? So why we're we're going to spend it. We're going to put it back in. You know, it goes in. Our people have to put money on the phone. They have to put money on our books. They have to pay to come visit us to order our secure but like it's gonna why should we be exempt from something that's just a handout to people to stimulate the economy I mean, anyways our money's gonna go back into the economy you know what I mean so uh my my stimulated friend of the court yours they took the it one. yeah all of it 
Which I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't really care because I was going to give it to them anyways. You know what I'm saying? I was going to give 600 to Rachel and 600 to Courtney yeah. anyway. So. Wait a minute. So, so took your whole thing. The institution took yeah. your your stimulus check? No, I had my mom do it out there because I had my mom's my power of attorney. Because I didn't trust, you know, I don't trust MDOC. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no, they didn't get mine. You know what I'm saying? I said, my, my, I had my mom do it. And even if we're not allowed to get this one, I'm going to do it anyway. So. No, we are. I mean, yeah. the <laughs> direct payment. Hopefully, that. Yeah. Hopefully no one's going to take that one, too, from you? No, the, uh, I, I only owe fifteen hundred here, which is pretty good. It was just for um, the birth of one, uh, one of my three kids, and uh, they took it's all twelve hundred, so I owe what three hundred left, and then uh, I'll Debbie get three hundred. Debbie Joe, 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 Joe. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, Joey's definitely not a deadbeat. He's a piece of shit, though. But he's not a deadbeat. Definitely, definitely a piece of shit. Well, Joe is walking down some LOP coming. I don't know if we've recorded. Did we already talk oh, about Joe's LOP? Yeah. Do the viewers know about? Do viewers know about how how worried we all are about him? To where even the captain was like, "Hey, man." Well, he became a chemist. He's uh, there's a whole bunch going on. Yeah, that's. Well, let me just let me say this. The only time I felt good when I had the coronavirus is when I was drinking. And uh, all right. So I oh, I was fair. just trying to do do right by everyone, you know what I mean, and make a good batch of drinks for the. the You're a medicine man. <laughs> well, that's what okay. I, that's what the the CDC um, recommends is multivitamins in prison wine. But, <laughs> but I know I guess they're frowning <laughs> upon that. They don't want me to be a good person, so. Yeah, another uh, just. The man's got their foot on, on old Joey's neck. He's a shaman. He's a prison shaman trying to help everyone with his medicinal um, sludge juice, and they just, they're not having it. He's a giver. You want to tell, did we get to tell the viewers? No, because this was just us rapping the other day. Um, so we yeah. went to calling substance abuse class one tickets essays because the, the abbreviation essay, so we don't have to constantly be saying it. So I said, uh, hey, how many, and genuinely asking, how many essays have you had to write so far during your bid? Everyone knows I just had to recently write one, my first one, and only one. But go ahead. How many did you wrote? How many essays have you written? Well, I wrote about six, but it's not two. <laughs> Two, there's two of them that make four, so two incidents that make four, and then this new one it will be my sixth essay. I have to write, so I'm getting smart in there. Clearly, clearly. But, uh, <laughs> how many class ones do you have total? Uh, eight, seven, seven, at least seven. eight, seven or eight. Yeah, eight. eight. Wow. Yeah, I forgot what the worry little scrap. Let me say this on behalf of the viewers. We're worried about you, bud. And rightfully so. Bro, hey, what, let me ask you this. When that shit was going through there, Nick, when that shit was going through there, uh, did, uh, was just everything, everyone was doing what the fuck they wanted to do around there? What do you mean? Like, we weren't doing sanctions, you know what I'm saying? They were letting us out and... Just, we had, oh, yeah, well, we, we had yeah, Joey was doing whatever the fuck he wanted. Yep, Joey was doing whatever the fuck Joey. he wanted. Before, during, and after. <laughs> Ain't no doubt about it. You know what I mean? 
just it just what are you forty year old forty year old catching essay tickets still just one after another after no thirty just worried forty years old doing sanctions really thirty though man. hey I knew when I was like I knew when I was out of the picture and I couldn't like hold yeah. your hand through this thing we call prison uh, I knew this would happen him. I'd like to say I was surprised just, I'm not. Just been in a just been in a constant crash and burn state right now. You know what I mean? Since you left, That's just went all the way. Through. Well, it was actually it was actually happening while you were here too. Though. Oh, like oh yeah, I want to. I kind of want to bring up that shit that happened with me too with the uh, with me catching that case here. They try to put a case on me and like how fucked up the system is that that the, my lawyer. They gave me a state attorney at first. And now this is a, I don't want to get, get into the case or nothing, but they tried to give me a case and give me 18 more months. Uh, the lawyer I got was a state a state appointed lawyer. And she just, she doesn't even hear nothing about my case. You know what I'm saying? She's just like, they're trying to give you 18 months. This is my first call with her too. She was like, this is my, uh, they're trying to give you 18 months. I think it's a good deal. You should probably take it. I said, you don't even know. I didn't even tell you what happened. Like what? You, like what do you mean? So I, yeah. I get it. She makes good for her. She makes like good for her. She's like yeah. Right, right. So I buy an attorney for seven grand, right? Balling. He only made me pay. He only made me pay five. But so I buy an attorney, and he gets it thrown out, right? Because they just say it was just it was a it was just a whole, they had no nothing. You know what I'm saying? Now. If I now this is how the system works. If you don't have money, if you don't have money, so if I didn't have no money to get an attorney, I'm looking down the barrel eighteen months no matter what, and I would have had it on. You know what I'm saying? I would have had no. Damn. Meanwhile, this for the same thing here, down here, three months, giving everyone three months for it. So yeah, I'm looking at another year and a half tacked on. He's just more well, I already worried about. But that's just how this shit. I'm talking. That's how the whole system works and shit. So, are we concerned we that uh, Joe's six hundred bucks, three hundred is going to go to uh, paying off some kind of fee, and then Joe's going to get another three hundred bucks? Are we concerned how he's going to? You know, I don't. Well, that's not Joe's. Joe's never had. Joe's uh, one of Joe's biggest benefits and biggest. Pro- uh, Aids to his um, his excess is the fact that he has money. You know what I mean? There's never been a paper shortage over here. That's his thing. There's never been a paper Chino, tell him. There's never been a paper shortage. Never had. Never been a paper shortage. I've been, I've wrote his coattails on that tip before. You know now. Well, my coattails are big, so you know what I mean. Well, is um, is but well, not, let me. What I, I'm probably just they're going. That's going to the uh, the baby moms. So I'll give them. I don't really need that. Can't really. I'll just give that to them or my two kids or three, but the two I really do. It's gonna sound bad. The two you like? The two that I really <laughs> talk to. I don't really talk to the other one. It's not not you to me. Is that what you just said? Yeah, I, uh, I'm still processing. Wow. Like one I like. Okay, what do you? Okay, let me let me translate, Joe. He means that he doesn't have a great relationship with the other one's mom, so he doesn't really get to talk. So they're not really close. And he also hates the piece of shit. 
No, no, it's not. Yeah, there's. I didn't. I didn't say the real bastard. Like, I mean, the one, the one that I, the one, the two I had a relationship with, basically. I, I mean, I like all my. <laughs> all right, I, so I love uh, that. <laughs> you're all tolerable. Just a parent of the year, where. Yep, parent of the year. I I, I got a question. Is there uh, is there neck muscle anywhere near you? Can we introduce him? Yeah, to the I was show? Gonna, um, Yeah, he's ready. To, he's ready to go right now. So as soon as this uh, we run out, I'm gonna have him call. Oh, okay. You got hooks around. You can't just hand it to him. You can hand it to him unless it gets you in trouble. No, I can't right now. Yeah, that's fine. I don't have any uh, walk up music for him, but yeah, it'll be all right. Oh man, he'd have like some really uh, good old eighties. Remember the eighties skate music? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so yeah. So here's the thing about Nick, and I I don't know if I've been able to paint a picture enough for the viewers. I paint a little bit. Nick's ten years older than me. Uh, bald head, dark skin, stocky black dude. Um, great fucking, really good sense of humor. All he likes to do is talk shit. Funny. Loves to eat like a obs- concerningly obsessed with food, which in an endearing way. Um, new white boy rich. You have one minute remaining. I don't know if you guys have seen the Matthew McConaughey movie, White Boy Rick. He came out a year or two ago. Well, I grew up with him yeah. when they were young. Now, he, it, there's, they feature skate land in that movie. Now, that was his, like, stomping ground, the, the skate, the, the skating rink in the east side of Detroit. And he has a, what we call a big boy radio, which are really rare and you can't get them anymore here. Walks around the track bumping nothing but 80s skate Roller rink electronica music. <laughs> you know, you know, like that. You can you know, before, before, before wow. before. Hello? Is this Nick? Yeah. Hey, Warren, how you doing today? Hey, what's up, dog? Hey, uh, Bobby uh, had to pee, and he'll be back in uh, just a little bit. We're going to put you on the podcast, uh, and I'm going to ask you some not uncomfortable questions, but Bobby says, first we're going to introduce you and talk about how cool you are, blah, blah, blah. But then uh, I wanted to know, Bobby said you got some, like, old rumor weirdy stories about uh, dudes that, uh, I don't remember what he said, like gay boy gangster shit. You got any of them stories lined up? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah. All right. I mean, if if you're surrounded by people and you can't talk about it, then you're allowed to tell me that. I, we don't have to no, talk no, about no, it. No, 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 no. I don't care. I don't care about it. But uh, Bobby was saying that you've been down long enough that you got you heard some stories that are like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's, it's crazy stuff being around. <laughs> well, you know, people on the outside they're like, oh, what really happened in prison? What's up? But then when you get into those type of stories, people are like, what the fuck? And it, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a lot of crazy stories, too. Sir. Yeah, but I just, you know, I just keep it moving, you know, stay out their way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you ain't part of that business. Okay. All right. Whatever you're doing, that ain't me. Yeah. Yep. I just keep it going. Hey, y'all do y'all. When I see it, I turn around and go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> what else you going to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Turn on your heel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's real comical in here, though. It is, man. You know, man. Like I tell you, you'd be surprised about what you see. You know, you'd be like, no way. But yeah, it's true, though. Yeah, that's it. That, that's well, I, I, I another dimension. Y'all too. 
Oh, okay. I, I got a real good one for you. <laughs> yeah. It just happened not too long ago, too. Oh, since you've known Joe? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no shit. I I was expecting these to be like old school stories. and uh, they, but they are. These are. These these are. It's, it's, I got some old. This, this one's not. It's... It's about about six years old though. That's all. But it's, I got some. I got some old ones too though. Yeah, some real old ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. This one, right here, this one right here. This one right here is. Yeah, this one right here is comical. You know, <laughs> it was around this time too. Um, we was on the we was on the big yard, and this they uh, you know they homosexuals they made like an igloo out out in the back on the big forty where we all go out and hang out at, and they was in the igloo. You know, getting it on. Wait, 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 wait! Uh, it's it's snowing out up there. It's uh, there's there's tons of snow. It's Michigan. It's December. It's late December, and they they make an igloo and then have like some sort of orgy in there. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Bobby's calling. Already getting weird. The police seen them when it's <laughs> a prepaid call from. Hold hold on, hold on, wait. So uh. Uh, Neck was uh, telling a story. Maybe he can start again, so you so you can be more involved. But uh, he said that like six years ago, he sees. Uh, I was asking about the. Uh, I can't remember what you called it. The um, bad boy gangster, the gay boy gangster, or something. No, GBG. No, I was talking about just specific people like Pussycat or uh, New York. Well, uh, Neck's got a whole different uh, story where about six years ago, uh, it's well, I'll, I'll let Neck explain it, but uh, it Go involves ahead. a snow, an igloo, and a bunch of men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they was, you know, it was up at Ken Ross. You know, they made they, they the igloo. You know, they went in there and the igloo and got it on. Police seen them in there. Yeah. Hello? Oh, you know about it? You, uh, you mentioned this before, but go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um when they seen about it, one guy one guy came out, he was on on the big yard, he's running in running on the yard with his drawers on. Dumped it on. That's all he had on some some white drawers coming out it, of the igloo. It, it's snowing out and it, there's an igloo and my man's in nothing but draw. Nothing but drawers. Whitey tight, nothing but drawers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's running from the guy went the other way. Yeah, they run from the police. Yeah. <laughs> one went one way, one went the other way. <laughs> it's always funny oh, to see people run from the cops in here because there's really nowhere to go. You know what I mean? They're gonna they're gonna get you eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you really see it's always they draws just just running. Yeah. Nothing but the draws. You know. <laughs> yeah. Scratching off. What were you guys yeah. doing in there? We we're playing cards. <laughs> Domino. Uh, you, know. Um, you know, you know what I was telling uh, Jeremy about Nick was about uh, the urban legends that there are in prison, right? And I've been down long enough to know a lot of them, but you've been down long enough mm-hmm. to be around some of these people, maybe. Um, so I was telling them that there's people in here. There's a couple guys, a couple sissies that aren't exactly afraid to knock a dude out and maybe put their mouths on them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's sucker punch and sucker punch. Yeah, yeah, actually uh, oh, for a light. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, give a, give a scenario. Paint paint a picture real quick of what Sucker Punch would do. Uh, what his little play was. Yeah, Sucker Punch, he he'll come up to you. You know, that's when we had cigarettes and stuff like that. He come up to you and ask you for a light, and then you be reaching in your pocket trying to give him a light. He'll punch you in your mouth and knock you out. 
and then start sucking on your dick. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> no, you're allowed to say that. To which I, yeah, yeah. To which I say, hey, next time just ask. Blood. Don't punch me over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's all the violence about? <laughs> I mean, you could wake up and it could be worse. He could have like your pants down on the and have you flipped over on your stomach. That would be worse for sure. You know what I mean? But there's other guys like that too that you've probably heard about. Uh, New York would do oh, oh. stuff like that. Oh yeah, Pussy Cat was one. Pussy cat. Yeah, Pussy Cat. Pussy Cat is strong, sissy too. It just, he just walk up to you and just grab you by your, especially young guys. He grab him and snatch him up. And just go to work on them. Damn, it's great, man. Yeah, you wanna? Um, you remember? Obviously, don't mention any names. You can call him to make a name up. But you remember? You tell me about this one guy. You kind of uh, that idea. You, you said he wouldn't even hold you up. You pull a banger out on one of these kids. Somehow, you better get in the shower. You remember? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, he, he catch him. He, he like him. He like him when they go into the shower. He sit there here, watch the showers and everything. He, he look around, see if anybody looking. As soon as they go in the bathroom, get up in there, and you bet not say bend over. That's what he'd say. Bend over. Don't say nothing. It's all over. Nice. Oh, you. It's a wrap. Holding the banger. Holding. Yeah. Yep. Holding the banger. Yeah. Holding the banger. He's well in the way. <laughs> yeah, he would. Uh, yeah, shit's real in here. And like, we probably sound like yeah. assholes because we're like laughing about some of this stuff. But you know, like I've explained before, there's like a real gallows humor in here. That just like, Jesus Christ. I mean, you can't if you're not gonna laugh, you're gonna just cry constantly. And you know, when you're this close to a lot of this chaotic, crazy stuff, you're just like, wait a minute. So this giant muscle-bound sissy will knock you out and suck your dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what? Where does that? How is that a real thing? <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 Next got a bunch of next. You know, he's been down for about fifty-five years. I think it is. All right. <laughs> he's got a, <laughs> he's got a bunch. I mean, I've seen it all. Yeah, I've seen it all. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, tell him about. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. I cut you off. I'm good. One. You're telling. Okay. Him. I was. I was. In fact, I was in Muskegon Correctional Facility. You know, they got mm-hmm. community showers. So it's, so it's eight eight people can take a shower at a time. So, you know, we come in from working out or whatever, playing basketball or something like that. So we go to the shower. Cool. You know, we get ready to go to the shower. We walk in the shower. Oh, it's full-blown, just four people in there going to work, you know. One pitching and one catch. <laughs> I mean, there's four of them in there, though, so it's two and two. Yeah, yeah. Two pitches, two catches. walk out. Yeah, two pitches, yeah. two catches, yeah. Oh, man, this is crazy. Yeah. They didn't stop you. They didn't yeah. care. They didn't care. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You're like, okay, we're uh, this this one's occupado. We're gonna go to. We're gonna wait. Uh, I wanted you to tell um tell the cast about what what it was like uh, back in the day when you could wear when your people could send you clothes and stuff and how people would be oh, all your yeah. gators and all. That. Uh, uh yeah, you have expensive clothes. Guys got all type of uh, six hundred dollars shoes on. We having four hundred dollar pants and all that jewelry, you know. Oh man, it's, it was good then. Yeah, we dressed the night and any of the COs had. Really hard for me oh, not yeah. to hit the Ric Flair drops. I know, I know. As soon as he said six hundred dollars shoes, that's, that's it. Yeah, I was gonna do it. And I was like, ah, I don't want to be hacky. I don't want to cut neck muscle off. Yeah, 
I mean, but uh, everybody's a hit. Sharp, yeah. Sharp as hell, huh? Just glass, just yeah, shoes, yeah. watches. Dripping. Yeah, for nothing. Yeah. Just standing out in the yard drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah, but nothing. For nothing. <laughs> if you were sharp, that's it. Woo, <laughs> 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 oh, guys with gators and... And all that stuff, Louis Vuitton belts, and 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 you said the CEOs would kind of get annoyed because they'd have, you know, let's just say that a lot of this is, you know, sometimes people in the street, money comes fast and 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 long in the streets, so you know these these guys are wearing stuff that these CEOs can't afford to wear. You said it like annoy, I bother, right? A little bit. Yes, they really got mad though. Yeah, they really got mad when we was able to go to college and stuff. We was getting college degrees and stuff like that. Well, I don't have one, but the guys was they was getting college degrees. And they was, you know, well, they was like, how they going to college? And we can't even send our kids to college, you know. That was a big old thing there. Yeah, and that goes, that goes back to, like, the misunderstanding. Like, like what do you, like, what do you want to happen? You want to, you, would you rather those people not have other options and be educated and released? Because we're going to come back out to society, most of us. You know what I mean? You, right. you would, you, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at it like, how come we don't get to how, you're, trust me, your kids can get into college at some point because they're not just giving us free stuff. We apply like for the actual federal like Pell grants and regular grants that everyone applies to out there, or, or can apply to. You know what I mean? It's not the MDOC doesn't pay for it; they make money off it. They take our Pell grant, the money we get for the Pell grant, where they're supposed to buy our books, and they give us photocopies of one book. You know what I mean? And keep all that extra money, which is why they're how you know, they're. they're yeah, they do that shit. So, um, you know, but yeah. So next been down since a long, long time. Well, we're not going to go there. You have one well, minute remaining. There's another thing, too. You know, we used to, used to be making like 800 900 Some people made $2,500 a month in here. It's sending, uh, paying car notes, paying rent, and stuff like that. With the actual make, real prison job. Yeah, with a real prison job. Yeah. Yeah. Get a bonus. Now they pay get a thousand dollar bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Now they pay uh, fifteen twenty dollars a month. Hey, this should be a segment. Uh, you should. Yeah, we need to talk to Neck more. Back, when you're back, think. Uh-huh. Start keeping notes and jotting down stories that you think the viewers, the the listeners would like, would be interested to hear. You know what I mean? And uh, okay. And yeah, we can we can start doing more of these. I miss you, bud. I love you. And uh, okay, love you too. I got Nick uh, right above him. Yeah, Nick's straight, man. Yeah, he's super cool. He's really, really good people, man. He's and he's funny. And he, you know, he's a, he's a Christian that doesn't make you annoyed with his hypocrisy. Like he's a he's a Christian who's just a good person, doesn't judge other people. And you know, we could sit and talk about uh, about some of the deeper like the deeper aspects of spirituality and religion and stuff like that. And, uh, we, we, well, we, just just the simple fact that uh, how he describes uh, gay sex, it, he's not like uh, super hateful about it or weird, you know. Yet he's Christian. Yet he's, you know, in prison. And not just that, this is the most homophobic place ever. And he's right. That's what I mean. Like he's still uh, in his own verbiage wasn't, you know, like crazy pants about it. And I bet it was crazy pants. I bet it was. Dude's made an igloo out in the yard to have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I mean, mean, you almost just let him. Yeah, I'm not mad. Yeah. 
they earned it. You know what I mean? Go ahead, have a have a ball on that. Have two of them. But man, well, as long as as long as sucker punch isn't involved, then uh, <laughs> what? You hear, the name uh, sucker you know punch. Gee. Oh, I wonder where that came from. <laughs> hey, what yeah. do they call you? Sucker, blam, you're out. <laughs> and you hear it's like um, you can tell like his reverent tone for it. He's like, oh yeah, yep, yep, or not even reverence, just uh, I don't even know, just uh, uh, like oh yeah, yep, yep, I remember that. Almost nonchalant, but you know, verifying. He's like, yeah, 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 mm-hmm, yeah, that, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's got some stories, man. Got some stories. He's one of my favorite, one of my favorite people. Like I said before, uh, he's one of that. I'm like, 100 percent genuine about. Like we're gonna stay friends and we're gonna go have a barbecue when he gets out and all that stuff. You know, he's oh, yeah. fun to make fun of and to make fun of with. And you know, he's a real. Uh, you, you hear his laugh. He's got a great laugh. And he and he'll his big thing. I told you was really like playing the Captain Freddy role of like being on Joe's side against me all the time. <laughs> and like we're all in on it, you know. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's great, man. I miss those guys a lot. Yeah, next. And I would, uh, I would uh, host a barbecue. Of course, I'd make Wasty cook. I'm not doing shit. Oh man, he's got a he's got his thing for uh, like he's like niche niche wise of what he likes with women, right? So glasses, which I understand a lot of people hats. If you have a, a, a light skinned girl, because he's like I'm I'm dark. I like light. I like a light skin. I'm like I like darker skinned black girls. But anyway, he, if you if he finds a cute light skinned girl on TV with glasses and a hat. Oh, loses his shit. Loses his shit. A hat? And I'm making fun. I'm like, a hat. Yeah, that's what I say. I'm like, a fucking hat? You have one minute remaining. Something about that hat. How are hats clean? I don't... It's it's beautiful, though. It's so funny. And there's uh, we got to talk with him about Uncle Lee and a bunch of other... We'll do a, a news time with Nick or story time with Nick or... Or stories from the Stone Age, prison stories from that you know, whatever. But uh, do we need to do any uh, listener, of, I mean, viewer questions or anything before we? No, I think up? I think we're way out of time. We're way really long. All right, we'll give us the old outro. Okay, so uh, we got some uh, questions from the listeners. I got uh, one about anti-Semitism, and I got one about. Uh, let me check here on the. Uh, oh no, wait, we gone. We are God. To learn more about Bobby and prison reform, go to notesfromthepen.com. This has been another Notes from the Pen production.